0: My goal is always to point people to Christ and and be a light for people that will actually show them the truth of God's word. And and so that's kind of what I go back to. And so when I'm feeling off track or I'm feeling discouraged, a lot of times it's cuz I've I've lost sight of that. <laughs> and I'm I'm spending my time trying to do other things and getting my eyes off of the main goal, which is to to shine the light of Christ and to point people to him.
1: That's Esther Littlefield and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business following biblical principles. I can't wait to dive into this interview with my pal, Esther Littlefield. You're going to learn so much about the right mindset for growing your business strategically while doing it sustainably. So let's dive into the show.
0: Esther, welcome
1: to the show.
0: Thank you, Brian. I'm excited to be here with you and talk with you.
1: I'm so excited to have you. Now, tell us, for those that don't know about you, tell us a little bit about your business, who you serve and what you offer.
0: All right. Yeah. So I work primarily with Christian women and I love to help them be able to lead with confidence, shine online and amplify their impact. And so I do that through my two podcasts. I have the Christian woman leadership podcast and the Christian woman business podcast. And then I also have courses about leadership, business and podcasting. And I have a, what I call a mentor mind, which is kind of like a combination of mentoring and a mastermind where we work together. I work closely with Christian business owners who are more established and want to scale and grow their business online. So I that's like that. a little bit about what I do.
1: A mentor mind. That's so good. That's that's <laughs> what we all need, right? We need some mentorship, but also there's that like mastermind component where yeah. your iron sharpens iron as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted the community aspect of it because that's been such a big part of my own growth is being in Christian community. So I wanted to include that in the program. Yeah. I love that.
1: That's so good. Okay. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a while what would you say is one habit or practice that's really helped you continue to grow?
0: Yeah. I think looking back on my whole journey, which really started probably about six years ago when I started building the business online, is the habit is conversations. Having regular conversations with the women uh, that I wanted to serve and just really getting to know them and you know whether that's getting on phone, whether that's getting on Zoom calls, or just conversations happening in Facebook groups or Instagram or places like that, engaging with them and really digging deep to figure out what are their needs, what are their concerns, what are their goals. That has helped me create content. It's helped me build the resources and the courses I've built, uh, create the services I've offered, and then just continually adapt to my business over time. So I would say conversations.
1: So genius. It's something I recommend often to my business coaching clients. It's like, if you don't know what to create next, just offer lightning calls, offer a way to like, take your Calendly, you know, your calendar booking app and just do like 10 or 15 minute calls, block a whole day off, send an email, say, Hey, I've got eight slots available. I want to hear about you and your business, give you a little bit of advice, just go. So what's your strategy for doing that? Like, how do you, how do you actually get people on, on the calls?
0: yeah well very in the very beginning I did exactly what you just said I I sent an email to my list and said, hey, if you are this type of person I described the type of person that was my ideal client. So at the time it was a woman uh, you know a mother, a wife in ministry, that kind of thing I said, if you're willing to get on the call with me just re- hit reply and let me know and we'll schedule a time And one of those calls, turned into a client that I still have today. (laughs) Like, I mean, best friends, online biz besties client, like it's crazy. And so now I would say one of the things I do sometimes is because now I have a little bit of a community. So sometimes I'll host like Zoom um, kind of Power hour networking sessions where it's like a half an hour. We I open up a Zoom room and I post it in my Facebook group. I say, "Hey, at you know four thirty, I'm going to be on Zoom. Let's get together. Let's chat." And it's like a networking time. So that's one way. That that kind of is more of a group setting, but that's been really powerful just to let people get connected to you and and actually have the conversation.
1: I love that. Host the Host a Zoom room and have conversations with people. What now? What have those conversations led to like for the person hearing the strategy right now and they're going, oh, I haven't done that and I need to start with my people. I need to connect to the people that I want to connect with. Um, what have those conversations led to you for you?
0: Yeah, I think that a lot of them have just given me better insight into who I'm serving you know so i try to take notes during those calls especially if it's just a networking call and i'm not necessarily trying to ask any specific question i just take notes about who who are these people what are their where do they live what are their challenges that kind of thing and then a lot of times they do turn into either the women in the community connecting with one another and feeling like I'm the one that brought them together, or it turns into, Hey, I know I can help this person. And so then I can reach out individually and say, you know what? I heard that you were struggling with X, Y, Z. Would you like to chat more about that and how I might be able to support you? So that's been, you know, just really creating those connections and opportunities for more insight into what people are, are dealing with.
1: I love that Esther. That's so good. So what would you say is something that female Christian business owners need to stop doing?
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. There's a, there's a lot. But I, I think the one big one that stands out to me right now is, because I've done it, is is to stop trying to follow one prescribed business model or strategy that you've gotten from a mentor or an expert. Uh, I do believe mentors and experts are, are needed and that we need to learn from them. But I think that the problem is when we try to do the exact, build our business the exact same way someone else has built it, they have entirely different goals, entirely different life circumstances, entirely different gifts than you do. And so if you try to model exactly what someone else is doing and follow this like step one, step two, step three kind of formula, it's probably not going to produce the same results that it did for them. And so I think what we need to do instead is really get clear on what we want on our goals, and then take those strategies and those insights from mentors and leaders and adapt a, cu- a more customized plan to move forward so that we can actually reach our goals that we have in our lives and our businesses.
1: I love that. Yeah, I, I'm definitely guilty of that, of like <laughs> trying to exactly copy what what somebody else is doing and then going, why isn't it working? But realizing right. that there's there's something different about either my audience or about my stage of life or about my credibility in the space, that sort of thing. So take what yeah. works, but but not necessarily everything.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And and don't buy into the lie that there's just one right way to to build your business online. You know, That's there's right. there's so many avenues, so many different strategies and methods that can work. And it's yes. really about figuring out what aligns to you and your gifts and your strengths and then going going full force into that.
1: That's right. I love that. And, you know, many, many of the, the gurus, the teachers, the mentors that we follow, like they have their shtick, like they have their one thing that they do. What's really served me is to follow one person a year. So really like master this one concept. So for example, like whoever, whoever's the person that you think of, like who teaches webinars, like go follow that person for a year and really learn how to do webinars But then you're not going to build your own webinar only business. You're going to maybe take that and then go to the next person who has the video sales letter or the, or the email sequence builder or like whatever the next thing is. And you're kind of, you're, you're kind of using a little bit at a time to sort of build your own uh, business the way that that fits you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And not trying to do all those things at the same time. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> that's yes. the other challenge that many of us have is we try to implement or learn too many strategies at once. And none of them work because we're not really honing in and, and you know, developing that one strategy that's right. well enough. And we're not giving it enough time to see the results. So, yeah, I love oh, that. I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's so good. it's it's like by watching training, like by buying training, you feel like you did something. and then by buying the training, watching the training, you feel like you really did something. and then by watch by buying the training, watching the training and then filling up the worksheets, you really <laughs> feel like you did something. but customer facing, You haven't done anything yet.
0: Exactly. Yeah, right, right. it's taking that and that actually putting it out there, taking that scary action and putting it out there. That's the thing that will move the needle forward, but it's the the hardest part of the whole process.
1: It is. Oh, that's so good, Esther. Okay. What's one Bible verse or biblical principle that has helped you, particularly if like through times of doubt or struggle or, or, you know, just feeling like it's you're not on the right path or the track or whatever. Like, is Mm. there, is there sort of a go-to biblical principle or, or Bible verse?
0: Okay. Yeah. So the one I picked is really kind of the, the scripture that is the foundation of my business and it's Matthew 5, 16. And it's in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. And so really my philosophy, since I started my business has been, that whether i'm serving primarily christians or not because that i haven't always done that in my business it's been a variety of different types of clients that i've served over the years and you know my goal is always to point people to christ and and be a light for people that will actually show them the truth of god's word and and so that's kind of what i go back to and so when i'm feeling off track or i'm feeling discouraged a lot of times it's cuz i've I've lost sight of that. And I'm, I'm spending my time trying to do other things and getting my eyes off of the main goal, which is to, to shine the light of Christ and to point people to him.
1: I love that. That's so good. And what an opportunity we have today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And, and that's why, you know, when I first started as a service provider I I just worked with anyone. I worked with any clients that would that would pay me basically and did anything that I knew how to do. And so I had a lot of clients who weren't Christians and it was really an opportunity to, you know, to build those relationships, to connect with people and hopefully to treat them in a way that would make them wanna know more about Christ and, and wanna know more about this whole faith thing. Um, and there's even, I have one person that I'm still, you know, in contact with. She's still one of my clients that's not a believer. And I just pray that somehow my connection to her will keep, you know, that God will keep knocking on her door (laughs) and, and pointing her to, to the truth. So.
1: I love that. And I, I, that's why, you know, you and I've worked together a little bit and I, I think that's why it's so, it's so important for us as Christians to be in the marketplace. I really believe the marketplace is the new mission field, and think about it. If you're at a big conference, or you're on a industry panel, or in an online summit, or something like that, and somebody, an attendee, is listening to all these other speakers and all these other gurus, and they meet you, and you're the one Christian in the room, you're shining your light in yeah. in a pretty dark place, and what an opportunity for ministry right there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's kind of this myth that we believe. I think sometimes that we have to have an outwardly Christian business or a business that only serves Christian entrepreneurs. But, but if we do that, we're really missing out on a whole segment that God wants us to reach. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer that everything that we do in our lives, our work, our, you know, our parenthood, our church, all of that can be a a way to, to reach people and to, um, to point people to, to the truth of God.
1: Amazing. Okay. Mindset entrepreneur, (laughs) being an entrepreneur, so much of it's in our head. So tell us about your inner talk, your self-talk, your mindset.
0: So I am a very critical person of myself and others, which is not a good thing, but it's something that God (laughs) is constantly refining. Uh, But what that means is that oftentimes I will, I will I will overanalyze and second guess myself because I can't seem to get something perfect or I can't seem to get something just right, you know? And so really what I have had to do when I'm dealing with those second guessing, doubting, is this actually the path I'm supposed to be on, all that kind of stuff, is to just check those thoughts against the truth of God's word and say, okay, wait a minute, (laughs) is this actually what I know God says about me? and you know if god has called me to something if i have sensed that god has called me to a particular kind of work or a particular kind of client or whatever it might be um uh, i also go back to that and say okay what is what do i really believe is my mission here and are these thoughts a- aligned to that so it's looking at what does god say in his word and then sometimes it's also what has what has god spoken to me personally and how are these thoughts <laughs> Helping or hindering that that mission and that goal, and and then thirdly, I would say I often just try to ask myself why Why am I feeling this way? Why am I struggling with this doubt or this question? And journaling, writing that down a, a lot of times that will actually lead to the real issue that's going on that I need to address.
1: So good, I love that. I, mm-hmm. I know that <laughs> listening right now are going to have to go back and listen to that over and over again because <laughs> I think so much of it, so many of us deal with. That mindset.
0: Yeah. And it's not something that goes away. Like I used to think, okay, once I get to a certain level in my business, or once I don't have this annoying client anymore, or once I, you know, I'm doing work that I really love, like I'm not going to have these questions. Uh, but even now, even when I get feedback from people that I work with that say, oh my goodness, this is really making a difference for me, this is helping me. I'll still wake up some mornings and say, Oh my word, is anything I'm doing actually helping anyone? You know? And then it's like, Well, obviously, that thought is not from God. That's right. So yeah, it's a continual process of checking, you know, checking your thoughts against the truth, basically.
1: Just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's going to help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint. And I'm going to give it to you for free. You just go to dixoncom slash blueprint to download it today. One of my goals for the show is to be able to, uh, Just continue to champion that there are opportunities, that you are not too late, that there is plenty of opportunity in the business space. And I think it's really easy to feel like you've missed out or you're behind or everybody else is doing something and all that. And so my question to you, Esther, is where do you see opportunity right now?
0: Okay, so I think where I see opportunity is for Women to be using their natural gifts and strengths and really getting specific about what they can do and how they can help people. I I see a lot of gals, you know, in the online space that are very, that are, they're trying to reach everyone and trying to be general about what they do. But when we're general, we often, you know, you know, this, you you don't reach very many people when you're trying to reach everyone. And so it's really, you know, whenever I am working with the women in my community, I'm, I'm trying to encourage them like what, okay, who specifically can you help? Or what is this unique angle that you bring that other people don't bring? Or what are the experiences and gifts that you have that nobody else has? And how can you really amplify those to reach you know, to reach your segment of the market, it's not going to be everyone. Uh, one of the gals I was talking to yesterday, she was like, "Well, I'm just she's going to start a podcast, and she's worried about starting this podcast, feeling like there's so much noise out there already, so many people already doing podcasts about this topic." And I said, "But, but you're bringing this very unique angle to your podcast that no one else is talking about. So lean into that, go all the way into that specialty." And you're gonna see you're gonna see that grow.
1: I love it. I'm hearing I'm hearing niche.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, so good. it's
0: niche without saying the word niche because right we have to niche, niche.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. A, a
0: never-ending <laughs> debate on
1: <laughs> the cheesiest, oh. the cheesiest thing that I Yeah. The cheesiest thing that I say is that there's riches in the niches, but it's absolutely true. Like if uh, we went to a a baseball tournament this last weekend and I looked around and I'm like, what opportunity? Like if you're going to be on Instagram and doing whatever uh, business coaching, why not focus on moms that are in the baseball niche that just, you know, baseball moms. And then all your Instagram stuff is talking about being a baseball mom yeah, and how yeah. you can build your business while you're sitting at the field. And mm-hmm. it just, it gets so specific that most people say, this isn't for me, but the baseball moms are like, this is my favorite person. Cause she talks my language.
0: Yes. Yes. I have, my daughter has been taking horseback riding lessons and what the person she was taking lessons from had to stop. And so we've been on the search for trying to find a new place to do lessons. And I tell you, if I was someone who was a website builder I would be targeting horse farms because every single website I went to was horrible. And the marketing, like I would reach out to them on Facebook and I wouldn't get a a message back. And just the whole market, I was like, there's a niche for people in the horse industry that if you are somebody who can help them with their marketing, like you, you have a wide open market right there. (laughs) Like if I was doing that, I would be calling up all the local farms and saying, Hey, let's chat. (laughs) It's
1: so good. So if, yeah. Okay, so for those of you listening right now, leaning into something that you're already passionate about, already excited about, uh, I call it the bookstore test. Imagine you had two hours with no kids, and you're at the bookstore, and you go, you could go read whatever you want. What's the section of the bookstore that you naturally gravitate to? What are the magazines that you would naturally read? What are the what are the books you would naturally pick up? Maybe you know chase the fun. Maybe there's something there that you're like, oh, I would love to work with clients who have a horse farm doesn't that sound amazing because then i can do free rides like there, you get these ancillary benefits of niching into a specific industry
0: yeah yeah and you know i think i used to think that what i was doing in my online business had to be hard and so i was doing a lot of things that while i could do them and i could learn how to do them they were still kind of hard for me so they were going against my natural gifts and so when I started really leaning into, like you said, the things that I enjoy and the things that always come naturally to me, like when someone comes and asks me for how to solve this problem or how to come up with new ideas, like I'm all about it. I'm I'm diving in with them. And so when I started really leaning into that gift, it it just has become easier. Not that Having a business is easy, but it's much easier when you are leaning into those gifts and to the things that light you up and give you joy.
1: Amazing. Esther, I'm so glad that you came on the show today. Where can people learn more about you?
0: So, probably the easiest place is my website, littlefield.com And you can, you know, link up to all the places there. I do have a free uh, idea life and business guide. That I have on there, if you're interested in that, because that's one of the things that I learned uh, the hard way (laughs) is not really thinking about what I wanted my life to look like before I figured out my business. So I have that there. But yeah, just my website is probably the best place to connect.
1: Okay, that sounds amazing. The Ideal Life and Business Guide, and you can download it at estherlittlefield.com.
0: Exactly. Perfect.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, Esther, last question for you. Would you mind praying for the listener right now?
0: Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Lord God, I just thank you so much for the woman that's listening to this podcast right now. I thank you for her heart to uh, build a business and to serve others and to serve you. And I just pray that you would guide her in her next steps, Lord, wh- wherever she's at, whatever her next step is. I pray that you would give her clarity, that you would give her wisdom, and that you would just help her to cut out any of the the thoughts or the beliefs that are holding her back from taking that next step. I pray that you would just give her a vision for the future, for where you're taking her, and for the people that she's going to be able to impact in her work. And I just ask that you would bless her and be with her throughout the rest of this week. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Esther.
0: Thank you so much for having me today.
1: Thank you so much for checking out this show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more, see how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.